Hi everyone, this is Ayo Alessandra here again about the truth about success. This is where we interview successful people from all different walks of life, from all over the world, all different cultures really to find out how did they become successful? What were the things they did? What did, what helped them? What hindered them on their path to success? So it's just extrapolating those truths about success and sharing them with you because we want you to understand that success is not something mysterious, it's something that you can capture and you can achieve. And we have a very special guest with you today. Our guest is Miss Evelyn Sheridan. She is an elite master dealer in the salad master business, but she came over from the Philippines she was a qualified CPA, she worked here and then she joined the business and worked her way up. And since 2000, she has been a successful elite dealer. Do you know what that means? That means since 2000, okay, in the last 12, uh, 22 years, did I say that right? 22 years, she has been on the top of the game. We want to find out why she drives a McLaren, why she lives the lifestyle she does. So Evelyn, welcome to our show. Great to have you aboard. Hello, Ayo. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Thank you so much. Hey, no, it's a privilege. It's a privilege to, to have you here. And you know, one of the key things that when we talk about success and you know, you've been successful, it's amazing when you interview successful people and you tell them they're successful, the first thing they think about is, hmm, maybe, I don't know what I, because we don't see ourselves as being successful. You kind of don't. You are, but you don't see yourself. So how would you say you see yourself today? Well, um, success is a, is a word that somehow is defined, um, depends on who you're talking to. So success can be um, if somebody has a journey of being healthy and they, and they achieve it. So to me, being successful is um, achieving what you set out to do for. So in answer to your question, yeah, I guess so. Because I, I set out something that I need to do and I got there. And yes. So you made the decision, you made the decision that I want to be successful. So we go to your background because um, obviously you didn't start, did you start successful or you, were you born successful? Tell us a little bit about your childhood. Nope. Um, my childhood is a, is a regular childhood. I grow up regular, regular family, not rich, not poor, just, just your typical middle class. But um uh, it was a fun childhood, except for one thing. Um, it is a household that uh, studying is the main priority. So we were given a certain schedule to, you can play at this hour, you can do something at this hour, but majority of the hours is studying. So um, I have um, a family, seven siblings, seven children, and second uh, from the top and uh, four girls and three boys. So um, it, was a, it was a typical household, except that truly we were, we were kind of put on study first. So I guess my, my parents wanted us, all of us, that education is very important. So that was the main um, ingredient of growing up, is you gotta be good in your studies. Good, it sounds like the Nigerian upbringing that was. Uh... <laughs> 
The, and so, so you studied, you qualified, you became a CPA, and then you relocated, did you, from uh, Manila to, to the U.S.? No, no. Um, when I was uh, ready to take the CPA board exam, uh, there are actually talent scouts from other countries, and they go to the top universities in the Philippines, and their job is to look for top students, I guess, and, okay. they, offer, and they offer a job. So uh, while I was um, um, reviewing for my, my board exams, I got an invite to look at a business in New Zealand. Uh, and, and, and as soon as you become a certified, as soon as you pass the board exam, then there was already an offer on the table to go to New Zealand as an accountant. See, back then, back in 1983, when I graduated, um, you can carry your CPA license from the Philippines and practice as a CPA in New Zealand back then. There were no requirements of further education. So it was only, I think it was only after I left New Zealand. So, so as soon as I passed the board exam, I, had, I did an apprenticeship a little bit in a CPA firm in the Philippines just to get a little bit of, you know, sometimes what you have studied is so different when you go to the real world. So I had to take a little bit of apprenticeship, uh, a few months, and then I, I took the offer to go to New Zealand. So I was in New Zealand all my, my first four or five years uh, uh, when I wow. became CPA, I was in New Zealand. So actually I became a New Zealand citizen, believe it or not, before I came to the US. So what made you come to the US then? What was that next move? Well, the, the, the New Zealand company had an, another company here in the U.S. And I asked them, I said, what's the, what's the possibility of me moving to the U.S.? Are you going to help me with my papers, blah, blah, blah. And they said, sure. That was it. That was, that it. was it. Wow, that what was a story. It. Well, we're my, so... the, the president actually said, no, you're not going anywhere. You're staying here. And I, I, I kind of like, I kind of like, um, I said, no, I'm going to visit and you can visit also. So he was like, I'm, maybe, you know what, I know he was a single person. <laughs> he was, he was a divorced person. So I don't know, maybe there was something behind that with the, uh -huh. with, by agreeing. So I said, come visit when I go, just, just help me with my papers. And he was like, okay. So the endorsement happened and, um. I got here. Yeah, wow, what a story. So we're going to save that story for the next ep episode. What happened? Did he come and visit? We don't want to know. We're going to save that for the next episode. The, the answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Great stuff, great stuff. So, you know, it, the, one of the questions people see when they see successful people, they think they're born successful, but success is, it's not something you're born with. It's something you work hard to achieve, isn't it? And uh, so you've taken that journey. You went, I mean, that's a brave move just to go from the Philippines to New Zealand and from New Zealand to the US. At what point uh, as a CPA, did you say to yourself, you know, I want more. I want to take this to the next level. It was always there, Ayo. Uh, I guess I was I was born I was in the family of the my my dad would always tell me that that's why there was a strict rule as far as studying. 
because he said that even at a young age, we are actually programmed to study, study, study. So when you're done, you get good grades and you get a good job. So you were always programmed to get a good job, meaning we're always going to be working for somebody. But my, my dad was different. He was always like, study, 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 so that when you're done, you can do whatever you want, not necessarily look for uh, work for somebody. Because he said, one of the things that, got, that really got into me is, he said, if you close your eyes right now and you picture the people around you, the people that are ahead in life, not necessarily very, very rich, ahead in life, where if they want something, they go get it. He said, none of them are employees, none. So look at the people around you, your godfathers, the, you know, look at them and, and look at their lives. None of them are employees. They don't work for anybody. They have businesses. So they, that was always in me. And I'm like, okay, so if I have a chance, I, I want to be like them. So right there, I had role models around me because we were kind of like ingrained into that, that that's how it should be at the end, that you should not be working for somebody. That's such a, a great uh, mentoring there from your father to, to, because it's so true, you know, when you look around, there is, <clears throat> there is that difference between uh, being an employee and there's not, you know, there's some pretty successful employees there, but most of the wealth is really uh, with the people who own their own businesses and work for themselves. So there you are thinking one day you're working along. So wh what was that? catalyst that make you go from an employee to an entrepreneur? Uh, in, in my entire career as, as an employee, I only had three uh, employers. Uh, one was when I apprenticed, second was my uh, employee uh, employer in New Zealand, and third was my employer here. So when I look at the lives of those business owners that own the businesses, it was almost like, uh, yes, there was money, you can see their lifestyle, but it's more of the freedom to really make that decision. There are certain decisions in life that allows you because you own the business. So the transition was, if I'm given an opportunity, I, I would like to jump into owning a business. The biggest hurdle is, you're in the US, you know, you really have to have the money to start the business. And what kind of business do I have to start with? Um, I like food, I really like food, I love to cook. So I'm like, if I, so the, the very first passion was given a chance, I would like to own a restaurant, a really nice high end restaurant. That was my vision. But then I started asking around, it cost a lot of money. So I'm like, mm, probably not, probably not. So very, you know, cut story short, I, I attended a salad master presentation with, which involves cooking. And the guy that was doing the presentation, he seemed to be having so much fun. Like he wasn't working, like he was just doing it. And so at the end of the presentation, I kind of asked him, I said, um, uh, you look like you're having fun. Do you, do you make a lot of money? And he, instead, of, instead of telling me yes and no, he opened his briefcase and he showed me a binder and it was a photocopy of all his paychecks. And wow. they, were, 
they were really good pay. And then I look, I look at the dates. It was every Monday. And I'm like, do you get paid every Monday? And is this how much you make every Monday? And he said, uh-huh. And I'm like, oh boy. And then my head started. I was running a hundred miles an hour. So uh, that, that's how it all started. And then, well, he was not interested in me. So one, one of the biggest lesson I learned from that day was don't ever, ever prejudge because I was new in America. I was, I was new. And then, um, I was given, I attended, I was actually just renting a room because I, I didn't want to, I didn't have relatives, nothing. I was by myself. It's kind of like when I went to, to New Zealand, I was by myself. So I didn't want to, you know, I was guarding my, my savings. I was guarding my money. And I'm like, I don't want to venture into renting a house right away or, or the farm. So I went, I was, a, I had, a, I had a, a, a landlord. So I rented a room and he was my landlord. So he's, he wanted to get the food processor as a free gift. So he asked me to be one of the guests because to get the, the hosting item, um, he has to have the three guests there, but only, uh, no, four, four. That was the requirement, I believe, at that time. So he said, I, I only have the three guests here. Can, can I? So he knocked on my door and said, I need you. Just sit there and pretend you like it. So I became the fourth guest to qualify for the hosting item. So anyways, this, this, the, pres the presenter, um, he was going around asking people like, what do you do, what, you know? And most of the, the, the three ladies that were there were all nurses. They were all Filipinos and they were all nurses. And so when, when he asked me, he said, um, um, so what do you do? I said, you know, I work for a company, it's an accounting firm. And he said, okay, so do you drive? I said, no. Do you have a car? I said, no. And he wasn't interested. So he left, he left his business card to the three other ladies. But one of the ladies kind of pushed the, the business card on the side. So I, I stole it. <laughs> yeah. I, stole, I stole the business card. Wow. And then I asked the landlord, can you take me here? So, you know, so yeah, that was my story. So I'm just thinking, so just, and this is so true. I mean, this is one of the reasons why I'm doing this series about the truth about success. Because, you know, I... I it's so it's terrible actually that you see a lot of people that get written off bypass people just look at you and go oh, nah, and they write you off and they don't know what they're walking past they could have a diamond in the rough and they don't know and i really believe everybody was born successful but we've got just got to clean you up there's just gonna be that diamond in the rough there and so somebody passed you off and just think about this and you've gone on and built a magnificent business and I'm just trying to do the, the rough calculation. You've probably done in retail sales, I'd go somewhere in the region of about 55, 60 million dollars in retail sales. And he just wrote you off. Just wrote you off. Wow. That's a lesson to be learned. You know, you never know. My mom used to say to me, be careful how you treat people on the way up, because you meet the same people on the way down. You know, you must never think that you are better than everybody else or anybody is better than you. I mean, that's just amazing. So we're talking about uh, your truth there. So how would you, what's your truth of becoming successful? What advice would you give to somebody today to say, hey, if you want to be successful, these are the two or three things you, you need. I know there's lots, but what are the two or three things that stand out for you? Um... Number one is really finding out 
you got to make the decision first. Okay, find out what you're passionate about. And because if, if you're just going to go for something because, okay, this is where I'm going to get my money, without that passion, it's probably not going to happen as successful. So number one, find out what you really, really want in life, what you really want to do. Oh, in my case, I really want to become a business owner. That was my number one goal. And then once you find that out is work hard for that. Stay focused because you're going to have a lot of um, challenges on, on the way uh, to becoming a business owner. There's going to be a lot of obstacles. So uh, find out what your why first. That's kind of like your book. Find out your why. Focus on, on your why and commit to the why and then number four is have the discipline. Have the discipline to accomplish all three. Yeah. All four. Important. I actually have a plaque here that I got this in Bali. And they were doing these wood carvings. And you can put one, one word on this carving. And I'm going back. This is our early days. I was beginning to get successful. And the word I put there was discipline. You know, I see so many talented people, but they're just not disciplined to do what they need to do when they need to do it, regardless of how they feel. Because that's the problem. Some people say, well, I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like, like, hey, if you want to do feeling, you're going nowhere. Because <laughs> you're never going to feel like, you know, don't, you don't feel like working. So that's so, so true. So thank you for sharing that. So when you, when you look back, what would you say was your hardest challenge you've had so far? Um... My hardest challenge, um, a lot of people thought that, you know, uh, it was an obstacle for me to how did you start your, your salad master career? Because it involves face-to-face. -face. It involves, you know, carrying your, your demo uh, pieces to go from one home to the other. So the, they, people kind of like they were making that challenge for me that, that how can you get there? Are you going to ride the bus, whatever? So I, I always looked at myself that if there's, if, there's a, if there's a challenge, I gotta find a solution to do that. So um, it was initially, initially it was hard for me in the beginning because I had to go for, I had to look for qualified people to number one, drive me around. Uh, number two uh, is, getting, is willing to work with my schedule because um, I, I call them my, I call them my on-call drivers, on-call. I had five people that I had to choose from and they're all male. And there's a reason why it's male because if I do an evening cooking presentation and I'm gonna be using their car, I did not have a car at that time. So I'm, they're gonna be picking me up, taking me to my presentation, help me do the washing my, my, my demo kit, and then bring me home. So I paid them from the time they leave their home to the time they bring me back. And I paid them cash right away because I don't want them to like, oh my God, I have to wait for you to get your commission so you can pay us. I paid them right away. So I have saved enough money so that I have, I have this five people. Now, why do I have five? Because I don't want to put one, one, my life in just one person. What if his car broke down? Now what? I'm, I'm not going to be able to go do my show. What if I, what if during this driving process, I had a fight with this person, you know? So there was, I have to have at least uh, five that I can choose and everything now. It all, they all ended up, I believe it or not, they became my recruits and they became my very few 
few uh, promoted out dealers. Wow. So, so this, so you, you don't drive. So you, I, don't have you say, I mean, that could be a hindrance. A lot of people go, you know what? Um, well, I can't do this because I don't drive. So you, you took that obstacle and you turned it into a positive. And I like what you did. There. You said, I need five drivers so that I could just be reliant and dependent uh, on, 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 I don't have to be dependent on anyone there. And you, they ended up joining the business when they saw the activity. So do you drive now? Do you, do, you, do you know how to drive? I can drive as long as it's all straight line. When you it's make me turn. <laughs> so, so what about the McLaren? Do you drive the McLaren? No. No, just run. Okay. Run, run. Yeah, okay. That's good. That's, that's, that's okay. Scary, that's, that's a scary car. Uh, that's a scary car, Ayo. I, I, I know. It's, it's a fast car. It's a fast car. It's a fast car. So... We're just talking about you made the decision, uh, you went to work, you find something that's your passion and try to do that, but you made that decision to be an entrepreneur. And you've obviously trained a lot of people, you've worked with a lot of people over the years. Why, when you look back, why do people fail, do you think? Why do they not excel? and bring out the best in them. What, what would you say are the things, the traits you've seen why people just give up? Uh, that is a really good question, Ayo. Um, because at this moment, I always, I always say, what, am I, what did I saw that they're not seeing? What do, what do I see now they, they're still not seeing? And it really goes down, it boils down to one word, the, the discipline, the discipline, but because it requires it requires you to get up, dress up, show up, and never give up. So if you, if you don't have that, it's hard to be successful. And what I've seen from a lot of the people that, that, that like you said, been to the organization is that they all like, the, they all like the, the end product of being successful. They all like that. In their heads, they all want to say, I want to be successful, Miss Evelyn but they don't want to put the work because they don't have the enough discipline. Um, a good example is I just had a meeting with some of my people last night and I asked them, so how many um, cooking shows you have scheduled for this week? Well, I have this one person that has full potential. If you just look, uh, you know, but, and, and she said, I only have two. And why only two? You're a full-time salad master person. Well, she did not have the discipline to go find the presentation, to go find the shows this week. So she, she ended up with just the two that she has on her calendar. So, but, you know, I kind of gave her the little thing about if you just made the, if you just had the discipline to call people every day, call three, four, five people every day. So by the end of seven days, you have what, you've called 21 people. Out of the 21, five will probably say yes to you you would have ended with five presentations this weekend instead of just the two. But the lack of the discipline to do what's needed, I think that's really the real answer why people fail. It, you know, they like it, they like watching successful people, but they just don't, don't wanna do the hard work. I mean, what's that saying? You know, uh, you know that's the common saying. So everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. You know, they don't want to put the good work in the day, work they need to do to get there. And now, what did Les Brown say? I remember Les Brown had this line, and he says, he says, uh, success is hard, 
failure is hard. You just got to decide which hard you want to do. Like, yeah. Either way, you're going to have to do some hardship somewhere. So, and discipline is, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy there. And it's such, it's such an important word. And I think we get frustrated uh, sometimes because you look at people, you go, God, you even have a better opportunity than I had when I was where you are now, and you're not even taking advantage of it. What do you say to people like that when you see them? You see them that they actually have more advantages than we had, but they're not taking advantage. What, 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 what do you say to a person like that? Well, they can't uh, see it. They cannot see themselves. They still think that life is tough and I've got a hard life and this and that. But you're looking at them and saying, well, you want to show hard, I can take you and show hard. Where you are right now is it's kind of comfortable. How do you talk to that type of person? Um, I go back to your book. Your book says, find out your why. So I take the, I take, uh, it, well, the people that I have right now, I take them one at a time. So I sit down and, and really find out their why, because just like your book, you know, your book says, if the why is not big enough, I, it doesn't matter what you show them or, or how great their life is versus what we had before. If their why is not big enough, then, you know, but I, what I find from the people that, that I sit down with and I say, what would truly motivate you? This, this is, this is a, there's an opportunity for you to be great at this moment. You have the vehicle in your hand. What stops you from doing it? Well, you know, and then when you dig it, when you dig it, you know, you find out that, oh, my two kids are going to college would be nice enough if we don't do a student loan and it can, and can you know, go to college and pay for college without having a student loan. Then there's the why. So then we just have to, you know, I just have to say, okay, well, you have the great vehicle in your hand right now. Why don't we work with that vehicle and, and put the money away so, so that no student loans? Let, the, let that be the driver for now. So I guess, you know, sitting down with each one and saying and finding out their, their why and making sure that this is truly their why. Because sometimes they give you the why, like, oh, I really want to, oh, Evelyn, you have a beautiful McLaren. Uh, do you want to own a McLaren? But if, if this is something that, that's for them, then they're not going to go work for that. So, yeah, so just finding out what, what truly is their why and are they willing to put the time and the effort to make that why happen. So just, just quickly for the, the car lovers out there, what color is the McLaren? Gray. Gray, okay, metallic gray, I've seen it. Ron's yeah. taking me for driving it, it's amazing, it's amazing. Okay, so just, uh, we talked about why people fail. What's the best advice you can give to anyone now who's listening to this, who is, is starting out, or maybe they've had a go, and you know things have not gone their way, what advice would you give to them? I don't know if it's an advice, Ayo. Uh, maybe I'll just, uh, what I wanna share is the word success itself, there is the, there's the answer. If you look at the, the letters in the word success, there's actually answers in the, in the acronym. So the S is state your goal in writing. You gotta write down what you want. You gotta put it down. You gotta put it down in paper because that's your blueprint. It's kind of like when you tell us a story about somebody building a house, they don't go to just say, okay, the kitchen is here, the bathroom is here. 
there is a blueprint so that everybody can just look at the blueprint and says, oh, there's where the kitchen is. So that's your blueprint is when you write down what you really want, what you really want in life. So write that down. So that's your S. U is understand that in the process, there's going to be a lot of obstacles. It's not going to be a free ride. Okay. I mean, if the reward is great, there's going to be a lot of obstacles. You got to look at that. If it's hard, Absolutely. it's not going to, the journey is not going to be easy. So there's your you. See, you got to have to clear your head of any negativity. Okay. Because during this journey, you're understanding there's a lot of obstacles. The C says, clear your head of any negativity because it will create the obstacles or create a lot of noises and the noises will hinder you to becoming successful. The next C is um, have a clear mental picture of what you really want. I'm so, I'm so big in, in visualization. Like I know that if I want something, I can actually visualize it. So you gotta have a clear mental picture of that goal. The goal that you stated in writing, there you gotta have a clear mental picture. The S is embrace all the challenges. Embrace everything, hard, easy, difficult, embrace it. S, stay focused, stay focused. And then the last S, show the world you can do it. Come out as a champion. So it's right there in the word. I love that. Show the world you can do. You know, that is so important. I mean, one of the things that drove me to, to, to be successful, just like because I was put down, I was the last in class, I failed all the exams, you know, like nobody just rated me. And I went, you know, I just wanted to be uh, self-made. So nobody could turn around and say, hey, if it wasn't for me, you know, I helped you just to be self but show the world that you are special, not to brag, not to, not to show off, but just to go do it and just, you know, realize the success that you were born with is, is part of it. And that's, and that's one of my philosophies on life, on life, Evelyn, is life is about evolving to be the best you, you can be. Don't compete with anybody, but compete with yourself every day. Compete, because that's the, that's the toughest competition is competing with yourself. Evelyn, you mentioned there uh, how important visualization is of taking a goal. Because I, I, I don't, most people, because they're thinking negative thoughts, are unconditionally visualizing the negative. So they, they're visualizing, oh, I'm not happy. This is wrong. This is not going right in my life. And because they keep running that same video, that same message in their brain, they begin to see it and guess what? More of those things happen to them. How do you switch your mind from that sort of negative thinking pattern to a positive thinking pattern where you, you start focalizing on what you want, not what you haven't got? How do you do that? Oh, I just, I, I have this, I have this um, belief that tomorrow is always a better day. So tomorrow is always a better day. So it doesn't really matter what I'm going through right now. It can be the nastiest, ugliest week, month, whatever. Tomorrow is another day. So um, uh, live, I just live my life with the attitude of gratitude. I'm so thankful every day that, you know, when I wake up, I'm like, oh, I'm still breathing. Because I know that when I breathe, somebody else has taken their last one. So I'm just thankful. So if you give me crappiest day today, 
I look forward for tomorrow because it's not gonna rain all the time. The sun is gonna come out. So I, I live with that, that I can go through everything, but tomorrow is, an, uh, is a better day, better than today. Yeah, it's, you're so right. You know, if you've got to be optimistic about the future and there is always, there's always things that are always going to get better. No, nothing is permanent, you know, and you've got to just realize things can improve, things can get better. You can change things and you have the control. So you must believe as well uh, that you have the control to change, to make mm -hmm. a difference. You've got to believe in yourself. And, and just talking about belief system, which I'm very, very big on, you see so many people, they just, they just look in the mirror and for some reason, they just don't believe in themselves. What message would you send to that person? Hmm. Well, uh, well it, it has to come from inside them. So what I normally say is, if you believe you can do it, let's take it out of you. I mean, let's let's let it out because a, a lot of uh, when I talk to some of my people, they say, "Oh, I don't think I can do what you have done." Well, you're not Miss Evelyn, okay? You are Mr. Ayo, so that means Mr. Ayo, what Mr. Ayo can do, Evelyn can. So let's do what you can. Let's start first. It we start first. Do you believe that you can do this? And if the answer is maybe, okay, let's turn that maybe into a yes. And then the yes into, yes, I can. And yet now I am doing it. So, so it's, it's, I think it's taking one step at a time and, 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 and uh, uh, adding to that belief uh, system in, in them. Because they, you know, you're right. They got to believe first that they, they can do it. Because it, it, you know, it goes back to, Sometimes I ask, do I really want it more for me or for them? Do I want it more for them more than they want it for themselves? So some, you get, we get into that situation where you're right. You're seeing this talent, full potential. How come you're not doing it? Okay, so do I really want it more for you than you wanting it more for yourself? So it goes to like, uh, sitting them down and, and just talking to them and having a conversation and you will really find out that okay she uh, this person has a lot of self-doubt very little self-confidence so I guess that's how we can become mentors with to these people and say okay let me let me let me draw that belief system from you absolutely I like that so turn a maybe into a yes a yes into yes, I can. And a yes, I can into yes, I am. I love that. That's great. That's great. So maybe into a yes, a yes into yes, I am. And then a yes, I am to yes, I can. And yes, I can to yes, I am doing it. Yep. I'm doing it. So yes. it's baby steps. It's really baby steps. That's how you make it. So that's great. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. There's so much uh, nuggets and so much information there. And this is so important because the, the reason we, again, I do this, the Y Factor Academy is where we empower people to take action. So knowledge is only powerful when you use it. There's no point just listening to this podcast and go, wow, Miss Evelyn sounds really great and Aya sounds great. And you don't change it. You don't do anything. You've got to take this information and let this information 
lead into action. Are there any sort of, talking about action, are there any sort of, I don't want to call them rituals, but habits you have that, that gets you pumped back into action? You Maybe you've had a bad day, things are down. Are there any little things you do to yourself? I know one is, like you said, uh, gratitude. There's always another day. Is there any key things that you go like, hey, I just need to do ABC just to get myself pumped back up? Uh, oh yes, yes. I have this. I have this thing I called. Um, let's say I'm into really. Um, if I get into really bad situations or the week is running really bad, it's not turning out to be what you wanted. So what happened is I always find the time. It's called my my peace and quiet. So it's it it takes discipline to do that. Like to stop and have that peace and quiet. It's kind of like clearing all the cobwebs that's going on. You gotta stop and have and have some peace and quiet because you owe it to yourself, especially if you work so hard and things are not working the way it should be, right? We run into months like that, especially in the industry, the business that we are in. So I, I developed that I owe it to myself. I have to have that peace and quiet. So what I do is either a day or two that I have that peace and quiet. Now I can cry if I want to. I, you know, I'm not ashamed of saying that. I will probably shed a tear or two. I will cry. And then after that, I wipe the tears. I put on my gloves again and I go fight for the next day. So that's my, that's my routine. Yeah. Um, that's interesting, you know. I I know I, I one one thing I've done in the past. I'm really when I lost my mom, that was a big big thing for me, and uh, and I know you've been through that yourself. But you know when you lose somebody and they're close to you and you you go into mourning. But I remember getting myself to a point where I just felt I was sliding away, and. Uh, and I thought, I have to put a date and time that, okay, from this time on this day, the morning has to stop. We have to get back in the game. We have to get back into living and doing that. So that's just, you just reminded me of that, just, uh, just, just expressing that. Um, there. So there's little things, there's little, those little things make a big difference in, in the long term. So who have you seen uh, that, that, you, that you admire some of your mentors out there and the importance of having a mentor? It is important to have a mentor. It's, it's like, um, it's like when, especially when you, when you, when you become a, a, a business owner, because you got to have somebody that, uh, I call it my sounding board, because we, our job uh, as business owners, we have staff, we have payroll staff, we have a uh, sales force, right? So we always have to always look, I, I don't say it's a fake one, but we always have to look good in, in front of them. Doesn't matter what's going on inside us or what's going on in our lives. We have to always be, become the, the model of, you know, don't entertain negativity. But, but at the end of the day, um, who motivates the motivator? It's very hard. It's really very hard, Ayo. So you always have, you have to have that one person that when you're going through high, you, you can call and say, I have the highs. And when you're going to the low, 
you can also call and say, uh, life sucks at this moment, but guess what? You know, just by talking to you, life right away changes. So you gotta have a mentor. It can be somebody that you reach out all the time, or it can be somebody that you just look up to and say, I wanna be like that one day. So it is important. And I do have those people in my lives. Yeah, and it's it's important. I think it's important, and you can also again for the benefit of our viewers listening, you can actually. I've got mentors; they don't even know that they're my mentor because you can mentor them from afar. You just watch their 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 habits and the way they present themselves, and 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 you you see things, and it's it's amazing. And sometimes your mentors can disappoint you, and they do something, and you go like, hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to mention any names. There was a recent. Uh, recent situation on tv just recently and i remember go like whoa and it just yep. changes your perspective uh on that person so a mentor can help you get to this point but then you need a new mentor to take you to that point so not all the mentors take you all the way on your journey but they can get you in in stages from one point from one point to the other so look as we reflect and we're coming at the end there What's been one of your scariest moments you've had that you've had to deal with in, in business? When, when I lost my, my first husband, when I lost Leo Sheridan, um, because Leo was, um, Leo was not just, you know, not, not just a, a husband, but he was a business partner. And he was, he was, he was great. His mind was excellent. So, to have that, you know, when, when you're at the end of the day, when you lay down and you have a really um, good conversation about the day, about the business and how you wanna take this to the next level. When you have that person and then you lose it, you lose that person, it was very scary. And I had a, I actually had to make the, the I, I believe the hardest choice in my life that day is should I continue or should I not? Should I just close the business, you know, and I have saved enough or I can go sit in the beach in the Philippines and have a good life? Or I, shall I just, you know, dust this and put on my gloves again and start fighting again? Now I have to fight solo, that's a decision. So I'm like, okay, what do I do next? So it was very scary when it happened, but because tomorrow is another day, so I like, okay, let's go check out what tomorrow brings. Well, thank you for sharing that. Uh, I really appreciate you um, sharing some of those personal moments with us. And so to, to you know, this is important. So you became obviously a, 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 a single woman there in business. What advice would you give to women out there and women in business? to empower them? Uh, oh, rule number one is to just, just, just stick it, just stay on the course. Whatever you started, just stay on it. Just, just, I, I call it stick with it. That's what I call it. So just stay with it, be persistent, face all the difficulties and come out a winner. Absolutely. Because it's so important. I mean, uh, women are obviously a big 
you know, uh, infrastructure in our, in our lives, in our business. I know with my mom, my mom is just a tough one. I mean, she handled everything. The, uh, and it's just good to see more women in business, more women rising up. I think, they, I think this is, in this day and age now, we've got the largest number of women presidents and prime ministers ever in the history of, of, of the world. So the women are taking over, aren't they, Evelyn? I think they, they're taking over. Uh, <laughs> they're taking over. So any last advice uh, that you would want to share with the audience today? Um, just really find out what you really want in life. Because we all have that one thing, that not just one thing. We all have, we want a better life. We want better things in life. So just, just, just find out. So in, in, in my case, I am like, I don't want to be in this address for so long. I don't want to, even if I don't drive, I want to be, I want to be able to, to drive a nice, uh, to have a nice car. So it doesn't matter if it's material things, there is always something that we would like to go for. So right now, you know, I'm, I'm thinking if I, if, I can stop right now, I'm okay, I'm fine, but is it really what I want? Right now I'm going for, for, for the legacy that I wanna leave behind. How do, how do I wanna be remembered, especially with the people that I have, my sales force, my, my staff. So just, just find out what you really want and, and just go for it because there's going to be there's going to be a lot of people that's going to say oh you can't do it i mean i had that i had that in my life where they say uh, uh, really uh, i mean i i'm just going to share with you when i told my family that um that i'm going into sales i'm going to sell cookware oh boy there was a big meeting that happened my sister called me and said we my my dad is calling for a big meeting big meeting and supposedly they got, they were asking like um, somebody can talk sense because somebody talks sense to Evelyn, you know, after after getting all whatever, you know, studying whatever. Now she wants to sell cookware. So there was a big meeting at home that somebody needs to reach out to me and say, what the heck are you doing? So and I'm like, OK, because they were the first. So I, so I told them, I said, let me just try this. You know, this, this has always been my passion. I really want to be in business. So let me just, just give me a chance, you whatever. And they kind of stood back and whatever. So guess what? When I was already getting successful and I was able to help whatever areas in their lives, well, there was another big meeting that happened. And the big meeting is, maybe you guys should check out what Evelyn is doing. So I find it so funny that, that, that I guess your family are the first people that's going to talk you out of, of your dreams, you know, don't step on my dream, you know, so I, I, I find that they're the very first people that's going to find reasons why for you not to continue. So if, if I'm talking to somebody right now, anybody listening is, well, you know, what's your dream? What's your passion? Where do you want to see yourself? Or do you end up, maybe you're a nurse right now, but you really want to be a, a I don't know, a singer, whatever, right? So find that passion and then work to get there and expect that there will be people that's going to stop you to get there. And, you know, just, just, just oh, don't nice. listen to the noises and just go for it because, you know, the biggest, um, 
the biggest thing in life is the regret of what if, what if, what if, what if. So you're probably a nurse right now, but deep inside, you really want to be a ballerina, a, a ballet dancer. I don't know. But people look at you and say, no, you'll never get there. You're fat. You can't dance. You could whatever, right? But that's really what your heart dictates. You want to be there. So go for that passion. Find out what you really want. Work to get there. And just put on the, the blinders and put on the ear earplugs so you don't hear the negativity. And just go work for it. And, and, and be a champion. Once you get there, don't just do it whatever i always tell people if you, if you accept if you if you if you embrace a challenge and you say yes i want to do this don't it don't do it mediocre you know when you say yes to something you know be the best be the best and and if you work for the dream be be a champion and achieve it and and come out a winner be the best absolutely my mom said if you're going to do a job do it properly otherwise don't bother Give it everything or nothing. You know, that's what you've got to do. So many, so many things there that you say that just resonate. And it's so true about how we, you know, we take advice from wrong sources. Now, I'm very big on this. If you want advice about business, don't go and talk to the carpenter. You know, don't go and talk to these wrong people because they, they, your family and friends have the best intention for you, but a lot of time they don't know anything about the business you're trying to get into to advise you. So make sure you get advice from qualified sources. I've done that. I said that has killed so many people. I've had people say, oh, you don't want to do that. When I was starting out, they said, hey, I don't do this. My, my, my father-in-law used to always say, and uh, to my wife at the time then, and he used to say, say, when is he going to get a proper job? What is all this nonsense he's doing? Okay. And then I remember when I bought our first home, you know, and it was um, in dollars, half a million dollars then. And this is back in the eighties I'm talking about then. When I bought our first home, all of a sudden is, hey, let me show you the house that my daughter's got. <laughs> you know, and it was a complete, complete change. So just like your family there, um, is just be careful who you listen to. Be careful who you listen to. Take advice. And that's why we're doing this podcast. We're doing this series to share with you the truth about success. So you can take this information and you can you can enhance yourself. So Evelyn, look, it's it's been fantastic talking to you. We're going to close out. I know you've given, oh, you've got so much nuggets here. I've taken down so much information. One more tip for success before we close out. Work hard and work smart because you can, you can be working hard, but if you're not working smart, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a slow journey. So like the business that I am in right now, you have an opportunity to leverage your time with a lot of your sales force. If you're working by yourself, you have seven days a week, but if you have 10 people, that's 70 days a week. So work hard, but work smart. Work smart. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And talking about food quickly, what's your favorite dish? My favorite dish, anything that has uh, noodles. I'm, I'm Filipino, so I like pancit, but anything that has noodles and seafood. Okay, I like that. Great. great stuff. And what do you do to relax? What do you do to relax and chill? Oh, my spa sessions, Ayo, the to die for. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, somebody was telling me about a special spa session. I'm not going to mention it, but I went like, oh, 
Okay, that sounds interesting. And they were saying that is wonderful. It, it's like, but it says after it, you can't, you're just like so relaxed, you can't do anything. Just chill out, spa session. Well, yes. this is why you have to go to work, guys. You can, you know, you've got to decide whether you want a first class life, second class life, or third class life. Either way, you make that decision and you work for it. There's only 24 hours in a day. So whether you're successful or not successful, everybody has 24 hours, but just listen to what Evelyn said there. You work hard, but work smart. It's important you work smart. Don't just keep working. So Evelyn, thank you again for your time. It's been an honor and pleasure to have you here. You've been an excellent host and guest and thank you for sharing your nuggets of success and your wisdom. This has been phenomenal. I really appreciate you. And uh, so thank, thank you, Evelyn. And to the team. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you, Ayo. Thank you yeah. so much for giving me this opportunity. Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor. And I, I, I'm like, I feel uh, Ayo wants me in the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's an uh, honor. No, it's an no, honor. no. Thank uh, you. We're privileged to have you, truly. We're privileged to have you. And that's the whole idea about this is giving access to people that would not normally have access to successful people. And that was always something that bothered me that you didn't have access to go find out why these people are. And when I began to have access to successful people, then I realized nobody's better than you. They're just ahead of you, but they're not better than you. And if you find out what they're doing and you copy and paste, so don't, don't go and change anything, copy and paste. You've heard one of the key words that Evelyn said to you today is discipline. Discipline. Discipline is about doing what you have to do when you have to do it regardless of how you feel. That's my definition. Because there are so many times, I remember when my kids were growing up, I say, hey, you need to go and do this. They say, oh, I don't feel like doing it. I said, did I ask you if you felt like doing it? I said, no, go do it. Just go do it. Pick up the phone, book, do whatever you've got to do. Get the job done. It's got nothing to do with feelings. Because if you don't work hard now, you're going to have to work hard later on somewhere else. Either way, you're going to work hard. So again, thank you. Please tune into the podcast. Please share our series out there. This is not just for you. We want to get this message out to the world. You know, like, share, subscribe. We're on the Y Factor Academy. We have videos coming out regularly. We've got so much information coming out to you. So, you know, all these days to inspire you, to, em to empower you, inspire you first, but we want to empower you to take action and go forth and be successful because every time one person makes it and becomes successful there's a whole entourage of people behind them that also benefit from that success and you can be that next person that will be telling your story here soon on the truth about success 